Hello, I'm Lorcan O'Connor with a Hamien.com exclusive. Joining me today is a forward who Roy Hodgson brought in to help our battle against relegation. He duly obliged, scoring twice in eight games to secure our Premier League status. His time at Fulham also coincided with our highest ever league finish and a European final. And his work rate and clinical finishing meant that he was a firm Fulham fan's favourite. I am, of course, talking about the one and only Eric Netherlands. Eric, it's a delight to talk to you, and thank you for taking the time out to do so. Uh, no problems. I enjoy uh, it. Um, you almost never played for Fulham uh, due to a transfer saga between uh, the club and your previous employers, FC Groningen. Uh, I was wondering yeah. if you could take us a little bit through that, uh, your thoughts and your feelings about that. Um... It was basically that uh, FC Groningen wanted more money for me than, than Groningen would pay, uh, or that, that Fulham would pay. Uh, and uh, I really wanted to, to move to, to Fulham and work uh, work with Roy Hobson again. And um, so, yeah, that's basically what it was, uh, just a disagreement of the price. And um, uh, it ended with me... Uh, Sorting out the part of the deal myself with giving uh, away some money for for uh, just to to be able to come to Fulham. Yeah, I, I read about this. Um, it was of a twenty-five million uh, Norwegian crown fee. You paid five million. Well, is that right? Yeah, it, it's it's not exactly the figure, but it, it's something in that yeah. uh, something about like that. It's. Yeah. Uh, Difficult to say exactly what I paid because it was uh, this and that, but um, I, I I paid my share. <laughs> no, it's uh it's it's quite commendable, really. Uh, and at the time, because uh, it was uh, in a few local reports as well, it was quite baffling. Because um, FC Groningen, they were doing very well in the Dutch league, um, played in Europe two seasons in a row. You were captain, of course, scoring plenty of goals. Um, Fulham, on the other hand languishing in the bottom three. So I have to ask, what was it about Fulham that uh, made you want to join so much? Was it just the Roy Hodgson factor? Uh, there was two factors, three factors there. It was like, uh, obviously, always had, had a dream about playing in the Premier League. Uh, that was one. Uh, Roy Hodgson taking over Fulham, that, that was two. And, uh, and obviously... They they signed Breda Hangeland at the same same time, and he's a friend of mine from uh, from Stavanger in Norway. So uh, that was the was the third reason. So uh, those three put them wanted made made me want to go to Fulham. Ah well, um, we're glad you did um, because, as I say, you played a vital role in uh, keeping us in the Premier League. Um, and perhaps it's appropriate to ask, just as we play Reading away last weekend, um, you really made your mark. Uh, first of Fulham with uh, a goal against Reading. I was wondering because uh, it, it's one of the most amazing uh, experiences I've had in my life watching that goal. I was wondering if you could take us through that personally. Uh, it was a great experience for me as well. That was my first goal in the Premier League, so obviously something I raised very highly. And uh, no, I remember coming on in that game, and uh, we were one 0 up, and um, uh, I played played. Uh, Played a nice one-two with Simon Davis, and he played me through. And um, from the second, I felt felt alone. I knew what I was going to do, and uh, just put my head down and uh, 
try to hit it across the keeper as hard as I could and uh, out of his reach and uh, it succeeded so uh, I was quite very happy with that and uh, obviously it was an important goal as well because we hadn't won away for like don't know how long but it was very long time so uh, that was uh, was an important goal for for the confidence for the for the team and and the club yeah um but when you're through on goal like that, you're you're bearing down on goal, but you've got time to think about it. Do you process the um, importance, um, perhaps, of this chance? Like, if if you didn't score that, Reading then have the opportunity to go on and equalise, for example, uh, or is it just uh, you're in the moment and you don't think about anything else? No, you're you're in the moment and you don't think about anything. Uh, the most difficult thing is to make up your mind what you're going to do when you come to towards the goal that's probably you don't think consequences then uh, that would be that would be wrong so um, I just made up my mind very quickly what I was going to do and um, I just uh, finished finished that thought and uh, and put it in the goal yeah well uh um, it, was, it was a wonderful away win, and it sparked a run of four wins in five games, I believe. Um, yeah. Uh, you, you scored a second uh, Premier League goal against Birmingham uh, before the before the finale against Portsmouth, as it were. How how did yeah. it feel that that amazing escape? Uh, it, it was so close. In fact, we were technically relegated that half time against uh, the Manchester City game, which I'm sure uh, you'll yeah. remember. Um, but yeah. what, what was it like for you as players and uh, for the management staff as well? Uh, it was it was obviously quite hard because uh, the ninety percent of people thought we were going to get relegated, and uh, obviously we we had to have the belief, have belief that we we weren't going to get relegated. So it was it was quite hard. But when we won, uh, took the three points against Reading and the three points against Man City, we kind of it kind of turned it turned it around for us so we had uh, we felt that we could do anything and uh, we uh, we just went on from there really and uh, it was uh, it was a big confidence and, and we always had belief because we, we played quite well and even though we didn't take all the points uh, in the games but uh, we we did quite well and uh, we knew that it was it would turn around if we just kept working hard and, and that's what we did yeah what was there ever a time though that um, you thought we're not going to do this? We, we're going to get relegated, or did you always have this? Uh... Yeah, half half time against Man City, we were down. So obviously that was uh, that was uh, that was the feeling generally at half time that 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 we were down. Uh, but um, then uh, then we got the goal back, and then suddenly we got a bit of belief again, and then uh, we turned it all around. And uh, after that game, we. We knew that everything was possible. Yeah. Well, I have to ask, what did Roy Hodgson say at half-time? What was it that sparked that amazing comeback? To be honest, I can't can't really remember it. <laughs> but uh, um, I think he just told us to go out and win the second half and see what happens. Uh, so we didn't, uh, he didn't shout or anything. It was very calm and, and showed a lot of belief. So he just, said go out and win the second half and uh, I remember talking to Danny Murphy about it and I said that crazier things had happened and uh, I had he was absolutely right we turned it around and uh, never looked back
Mm. Well, it was an amazing end to the season, and uh, it secured our Premier League status for uh, for the time being. Um, but at the end of the season, while McBride and David Healy left, um, we we bought two strikers, Andy Johnson and Bobby Zamora. And Solky Hewn started the season off very well as well. Um, were you frustrated that you weren't perhaps given a chance to again go on and really like cement your place in the first team? That these two um, new strikers were by default ahead of you in pecking order. No, I was never. I was never frustrated. Uh, it was uh, I kind of knew knew my role, and and that was. Uh, to play sometimes and then uh, come off the bench and, and try and turn games when when uh, when that was needed and uh, so I, I was quite content with the role I had uh, and I never got frustrated and that's probably why I think I succeeded so well when I came on as well that because I wasn't wasn't frustrated and just enjoying every minute of it I just uh, just made it. <clears throat> made it better and uh, it was obviously all players want to play all the time but I, I, I with the players strikers we had we had a lot of good strikers so um, it, I knew it was hard and uh, I just did my best every day and tried to play as much as I could and uh, was quite happy with it well that's uh, uh, that's quite surprising uh, well Perhaps not, but um, I, I, I was reading an interview with Fernando Torres, for example, who, like you, um, didn't start um, every game last season. He said that, I quote, I didn't care if we won or lost. Did Can, can you sympathise with that? Did you ever experience anything like no. that yourself? Never. 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 No. Okay. Well, um, how did, how did um, coming on as a sub then... Uh, affect your style of play because uh, I think it's the first time that in your career you've been used in that role. Like normally you were starters at Groningen and Viking, your previous clubs. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah, that's correct. Yeah. yeah. So, um, how, how how did your style of play change, if at all, um, suddenly becoming this uh, impact super sub um, forward compared to starting games? I don't think it changed very much. I think yeah, I tried to do, do the same. Uh, if I played from the start or if I started on the bench and came on. So I tried to do the same and uh, just tried to do my best for the team, basically. Um, and obviously, you can, when you sit on the bench, you can obviously sit and watch the game a little bit and, and analyze and see what, what happens during the game and maybe take advantage of them when you came on. But when you come on, but um, apart from that, I, I just did the same <laughs> as I always have done. Yeah. Um, well, it's uh, it's quite interesting that because um, you we it, it was like for Fulham we had our very own Oli Gunnar Solskjaer, who you of course um, started and scored alongside in England before, not just international football, at a previous club Manchester United, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, what 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 was it like? Uh, Playing, playing with him. He, he, I know he wasn't um, particularly old when you were at Manchester United, but he was still a compatriot and comparable in style of play. Did you learn a lot off him, or was it just another? Uh... Uh, obviously, you, you pick up something from all the players you played with, and, uh, and Ole Gunnar was one of them. But uh, I didn't watch him 
closer than than some someone else during training. So you, you, you just try and pick up uh, whatever you can from the players you play with and uh, try and learn from them. So uh, that wasn't any different with uh, with Ole Gunnar. Ah, okay. Um, well, uh, take it back to Fulham. As I say, we had a marvellous season. Um, but, but in the 08-09 uh, campaign, uh, your first yeah. full season in Fulham. Um, we finished in a higher seven league position, but at the beginning of the season, did you have uh, any inkling that we could achieve so much? No, I think before the season we said that uh, it, we, we were quite convinced that it was going to be a struggle that because from where we came from, we came from just staying up on the last day. So obviously we thought that it was going to be a, be a tough season for us, and uh, but hopefully not as tough as the one we had the year before. But um, then we just started winning uh, games, and uh, <laughs> it just uh, came from uh, itself. We, we just won games and ended up... Uh, with some great performances and some great wins, and uh, it was uh, a well-deserved uh, seventh place, I think. So it was uh, it was just a good season where we couldn't stop doing well. So. What What do you think it was the secret behind that success? Was it just that, like you say, we started winning and continued, or was it? Yeah, we, we were a good. We had good players, obviously. Uh, we're a good organized team. Uh, so we were very hard to beat. That was basically the main thing, I think. Uh, but then again, we we were very well organised and uh, were, were hard to score on. And uh, obviously, we played very well at home at Craven Cottage. Mm. So uh, those combined, I think, made it uh, made us best. It. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, funny you mentioned now home form when uh, our away form like you mentioned um, when you talk about Reading was so bad and that sort of uh, it, it wasn't just under your time at Fulham but it's been happening for many seasons I was wondering what what do you think uh, and I apologise for the little interlude but what do you think uh, it is about Fulham that means our away form is poorer than our home form fairly consistently is there anything particular? I don't know it's, no I don't know it's hard to say it's uh... I don't think it's just a problem thing. I think it's basically in football, it's easier at home than away. I don't know, but I, I can't explain it. Uh, obviously, you have the fans behind you, and you know the stadium, and you know everything, uh, and you know everything. You know your home, and and everything is com- comfortable. But uh, uh, the pitch is just as big and. <laughs> Just as long when you go away, so it's uh, it's it's difficult to explain. But, um, I think it's a general thing in football, basically. Ah, okay. Well, uh, I won't feel too bad about it now. Um, but again, uh, after that season, we had another well remarkable campaign. Um, this time, not in domestic uh, form, but. In Europe, I was wondering, could you take me through your memories up until the, well, I suppose up until the final of Fulham in European competition? Uh, the European competition, I think, was just a bonus for us. Uh, we we qualified, and we were just going to enjoy it, and we didn't even know if we were going to qualify for the for the main round. Uh, uh, and then uh, when we did, we just enjoyed it. We met 
met a lot of good teams. Uh, yeah, we didn't have any fear of losing. We didn't have any fear of going out of the tournament because everything was a bonus. So uh, I think that that was our main thing that in that campaign that our hockey tournament. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, that, that was our main thing in that tournament that we we were weren't afraid of losing and everything was a bonus. So we just thought that. For every game we played, we thought that we were going to go out, and uh, it was, uh, but we never did, so it just went from there, really. Yeah. Uh, were, were there any games in particular that stick out in your memory that you either played in, or um, just what? Yeah, every, everything, really, <laughs> obviously. But for, for me, uh, probably my low point in, in my full career was in the Europa League when I got a red card against Roma away and uh, almost screwed up everything for the whole team. But um, then the uh, game against Juventus when we when we turned it around from 3-1 down uh, when we lost 3-1 away and then uh, won it 4-1 at home, I think. Uh, that was obviously an amazing night uh, and uh, something that with a few great goals in it as well, so uh, that was that was probably the, the, the craziest <laughs> game or we, we played. I think. Oh, most definitely, probably not, probably not for just in that Europa League run, but it's the craziest game I've ever seen as a Fulham fan. Uh, utterly amazing. Uh, uh, I don't know about you, but uh, when that Dempsey chip landed in the back of the net, it's it the most stunning, stunning feeling of joy. But. Uh, yeah, it, it was certainly a marvelous oh, yeah. campaign. Sorry, I lost you there for a minute. Sorry, I was I was just uh, reminiscing about Dempsey's goal, but <laughs> nothing specific. Yeah. Um, yeah. But um, unfortunately, we got to the final, um, returning yeah. to Hamburg, of course, um, to play Atletico Madrid. Um, yeah. And uh, despite a good performance, um, we 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 uh, lost two one in extra time. Um, I was wondering if you could yeah. tell me about you know again your particular memories and your feelings uh, of that match. To, to be honest, I don't remember the game very well. Uh, it was just it was so it was so full of impressions and just playing in the, in the Europa League final was just such a big moment that you kind of forgot to uh, to enjoy it. Yeah, was it was it the highest profile match you've played in as a player? Uh, yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, so I, I was just saying that uh, it's kind of such a big game that you you can get lost in the moment and you forget about the game itself. Um, it's I can't be, I can't remember that game. Uh, I can't I can't remember how we played or if we played well. Or I just remember that we lost and I was so disappointed that yeah. we didn't didn't win. Um, that we didn't win the final. It was just such a, such a big disappointment. Um, so, but but still, still a great, yeah, still still a great memory. But the game itself is just uh, can't just can't remember. <laughs> yeah. oh, well, I was going to ask you: Are you are you proud that you achieved? Um, uh, getting to a European final, or is it more like you're disappointed that you didn't actually win it? What what what's a it, two, what's the biggest feeling for you? It, it's a bit of both, really. Uh, very proud to be been a part of a uh, Europa League final, and uh, 
but on the on the same side, very very disappointed that we didn't win when we got that far. Um, so uh, a bit of mixed emotions, I think. I, I still I would still remember it as one of the biggest days of my career. But uh, even even though we lost, but um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's uh, it's one of them. Great great atmosphere and uh, great everything was fantastic. But you still lost, and that makes makes it a bit sad, really. Yeah. Do you still uh? Do, have you ever watched it again, or do you still have a shirt, or are you trying to completely sort of I, forget it? I framed the I framed the shirt and the medal, uh, so uh, I still have that uh, in my in my basement. But uh, uh, I haven't um, I haven't seen it back. No, I haven't because I've, I've still been playing, so it's kind of I'll, I'll do it when I finish. <laughs> <laughs> well, you'll probably watch it more time. I still can't watch it back personally. It's uh, no, it, it's, it, it's, it hasn't uh, triggered me yet. No, it hasn't. So, uh, <laughs> it's uh, maybe it's because uh, I'm not used to seeing Fulham in the final. Now. I'm not sure how to deal with it, or maybe it's something. Yeah, else. yeah. <laughs> um, it's still a great memory. Oh, definitely. The the run itself is definitely one of the highlights of uh, not just um, recent yeah. Fulham memory, but in our whole yeah. history. Um, so I have to ask him, what is your uh, best Fulham moment in a, uh, in in your opinion? I think it's difficult to rate them. Uh, obviously my first goal. Um, obviously the final. Uh, scoring against Liverpool. Uh uh, there's so there's so many that I I, I can't really rate them, uh, so it's, it's difficult. But uh, I, my whole period there was just a, such a big, big uh, happening and big uh, and fun time that it's it will all be be a yeah be a good memory. So uh, I'll just say that my whole period there. Okay, well uh, <laughs> that's a good answer I must say. Um, well, uh, after Fulham, um, well, you were offered a contract, in fact, to stay, weren't you? But um, you refused. Yeah. Could you say why? Uh, after when I, it was kind of, I felt like uh, the manager wanted me, but I didn't feel like the club wanted me. So, oh. and then uh, I, it was also the time for us to to move back here with uh, with the family and everything. So uh, yeah. uh, it was a mixture between those two uh, and uh, we we wanted to move home eventually so um, I didn't have a feeling that the club really wanted me and then uh, it was quite easy. Yeah and I suppose that uh, it was vindicated um, when Roy Hodgson of course left Fulham not long after you for Liverpool. Um, what was your reaction initially to that uh, and did you, did you expect it to happen? No, I didn't expect. Uh, I didn't. Maybe I thought that um, that something else would come after him, but um, uh, I thought he was going to stay at Fulham. But uh, obviously, when a club like Liverpool, it's difficult. So uh, I, I fully understand he taking that opportunity. Yeah. Well, your two and a half years at Fulham, obviously, uh, when. Uh, 
parallel to Roy Hodgson's two and a half years. I was wondering, could you give us a little insight into how it works? And I, I know you you rated him quite highly, having worked with him at Viking as well, like you said. And it's quite funny um, that uh, Roy Hodgson came into Viking to help save him for relegation, I think, and then he invited yeah. you back to Fulham to, to help save us. Um, but yeah. what was it like working under Roy Hodgson, his style of play? And uh, and uh, what do you it think? Was, is it? it was a privilege for me. Uh, he, he's such a good manager, and he's um, he knows football so well, and uh, he organised the team very well, and uh, and he and he's a good guy, and he's a, he's a very kind man. So uh, it was uh, it was a great privilege and, and pleasure to work with him. And uh, it, it's, it's a manager or coach or whatever you, you name it. Uh, that you want to do a little bit extra for, um, and that's certainly for me. Um, well, you uh, tipped him for the England job um, a couple of years ago, and uh, of course uh, he is uh, he is now uh, the England manager. How do you think yeah. he'll do uh, in charge of the England national team? Um, did he ever envisage him being? Well, I know you, I know you suggested it, but did you ever think that he'd actually make it there? Uh, I didn't actually think he was going to take the job, but uh, or, or get the job. But um, he's he's well suited for it, and he's uh, as I said, he's, he's a football man, and he knows he knows the game, and he knows international football. So uh, if he doesn't succeed, uh, it's uh, it's I think the lack of quality players. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, because he's such a good manager, that it should be he should succeed, and he does all right, doesn't he? Oh, he's. I, I think personally, uh, I agree with you. He's perfect for the England uh, situation right now. I mean, I think uh, he, he gets a lot of flack um, for perhaps his yeah. style of play, but actually, it's quite. He's quite a progressive manager, in my opinion. So uh, yeah. I'm interested to see yeah. how he'll do. Um, I well, hope he does well. Yeah. Oh, sorry, say that again. I hope he does well. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure he will. Yeah. Um, yeah. When we win the Euros in a couple of years or World Cup. Yeah, we, we can yeah. we can we can recall this conversation and say yeah. we called it first. <laughs> um, well, uh, after Fulham, you rejoined uh, your is it fair to say boyhood club Viking FC yeah. Viking? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, is that then your 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 fan of FC Viking? Would you say raised as a fan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, you were made captain. Um, what what's it like being captain of your boyhood club? Is it is is that a sort of dream come true kind of thing? Yeah, it was, but uh, it's been quite a difficult time here with the different coaches and everything. So uh, it's been quite quite a difficult time uh, these two and a half years. So, uh, but it was it was kind of a dream come true, yeah. Uh, but it didn't work out the way I wanted it to do. So. It- in what sense? What was so? What what did you not like? Nah, about? we were doing we were doing bad, and uh, the coach were. I wasn't very happy with the coach here, and uh, it was difficult to work with him. So, um, uh, yeah, that's basically. Uh, oh. Well, um, you announced your decision to retire just uh, a few yeah. weeks ago, um, at the end yeah. of this uh, Norwegian season, which I think's coming up in just a couple of weeks or so. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, did that then uh, influence your decision to um, retire from football, or what? Are any other factors? Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. But uh, basically, I'm. I feel finished. I feel I've done my my job. So, 
So you feel that you, your time has come, you're, you're happy with your career. Yeah, right? yeah, very. Um, well, it, it begs the question then, uh, what are you planning to do after your retirement? Are you going to go into uh, uh, management? I don't know. I don't know yet. I'm still working on that. So uh, <laughs> just have to see what happens next few months. Yeah. Well, uh, have, have you returned to Fulham yet since you left? No, I haven't, no. So, yeah. uh, But uh, hopefully I will get more time when I finish playing, so then oh. I can definitely travel to london for a, for a few a few times <laughs> is, is it fair to say that um fulham means quite a lot to you or is that being a bit safe? yeah fulham will always be uh, be a part of me and um, i i support i support fulham now so uh, it's uh, obviously nice to nice to watch the team the games on tv and everything so um, yeah it will be, will always be a part of me okay. and um I've seen your son pictured in a uh, Damien Duff Fulham kit. <laughs> that's yeah, right. that's my son. That's yeah. My son. Um, the, what are you raising him then as a Fulham fan or? Yeah, I'm trying. Yeah. Oh, nice one. Um, and what, why did you choose Damien Duff? If you don't mind me asking. Uh, because he's one of the guys who was there when I was there. So oh. um, that's and he liked him. So that's why he, he <laughs> chose himself. Did he? Yeah. Ah, well, uh, well, if if you um, ever come over to Fulham, I can assure you that you never need to buy a drink because uh, we we at Fulham, like I say, the fans, uh, we, we we really enjoyed you having you at the club. Uh, I I need to ask, were you aware that you were such a, a fan's favourite? Uh, no, I wasn't at all. Were you no, not? I wasn't. Ah, no, I wasn't. Well, but, uh, <laughs> uh, it's quite fun to to hear, and uh, yeah, I enjoy that. <laughs> well, I was, I was, I was talking to a few people, a few friends fans, um, before I did the interview, and they, 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 like I say, they just had uh, only good words to say about you, and um, like I, I must sort of uh, uh, emulate them and say uh, thank you very much once again for coming on and agreeing to speak to me, and uh, I, I appreciate that yeah. I held you for quite a bit longer than perhaps you, in fact, you no expected, problem, but no. um, it was it was really really nice to talk to you, a genuine honour and pleasure. So yeah, okay, that's fine. my thank pleasure, and uh, I wish you all the best, and uh, I'll 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 watch out for for them for a long time. So okay. hopefully, I can come come to London. Most definitely, in, if, if in you the do, near future. <laughs> <laughs> if you do, make sure you say because I like to say hello. Well, um, I will. <laughs> fantastic. Well, uh, once again, thank you very much. I've been Lorcan O'Connor, and this has been the Hamian.com interview with Eric Nevland. Perfect.